0: local podcasting
1: platform. How's everything going? Zach, uh, honor to be with you. Thanks so much for the invite, buddy.
0: Absolutely. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. So we just, we're kind of, oh, we're almost coming up on a month since the draft. You guys picked right behind Washington at three. So Jeff Okuda, were you happy with the pick? Were you glad to kind of see him kind of come into the secondary?
1: Um, You know, the, it, was, it was a real must for Bob Quinn, the Lions general manager, to Get that shutdown cornerback or at least somebody out on that island opposite of Desmond Trufant. Darius Slay gone, traded, Um, arguably the best player on the team. And that includes Matthew Stafford and guys like Kenny Galladay. Slay's been a Pro Bowler three times, and he's been a Pro Bowler back-to-back years. So uh, that was kind of tough to see him go, but I think he was ready to go. It kind of spouted off a little bit on social media and that's one thing, uh, Zach, with the Lions. If you, if you say anything bad on, on Twitter, you're likely going to be shipped out. So getting Okuda, to go back to your original question, was the, was the best move, the right move. Uh, I would have liked to have seen Bob Quinn get a little bit creative and try to trade back, but they never – I think Miami and the Chargers knew that this Detroit Lions organization is sticking and staying with Matthew Stafford for a very long time. So uh, they elected to, to take, I think, the best player on their board. Certainly we'll, we'll see down the road if Derek Brown or Isaiah Simmons to other fits for that defense uh, turn out to be better. Uh, hopefully for the lions, not, but no, who do I think was the safe play? And I think he's going to be a pretty good football player.
0: And speaking of Stafford, I don't know if you saw, but I saw he put his house on the market. So, is he joining the Tampa Bay Buccaneers?
1: No, he, <laughs> you know, I was on the a zoom call with him uh, and the rest of the media yesterday. Um, he's not going anywhere. I, They have a lot of kids. I mean, his wife is expecting their fourth child. Yeah. So I think they're really hands-on parents. They're, they're terrific people. And I think with where they are in Bloomfield township there with their, you know, I'm sure you saw pictures online. I mean, they've got this, you know, this sort of steep incline, the water there. I think they want to get away from the water and, 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 and being as safe as possible with their kids. So that's all that is, I think.
0: And I'm excited to see their offense this year because they did make some moves. You get a healthy Stafford back. You get kind of Galladay in a kind of, kind of a prove-it year. You kind of showed some stuff last year. You got – um what's, what's his name from Iowa? I'm drawing a blank.
1: T.J. Yeah. Hawkinson. T.J.
0: Hawkinson because he kind of yeah. showed out in week one last year and then it was just kind of like hit or miss. But it's just year one. You can't really take anything to this iteration. And then you did grab um, the running back, DeAndre Swift, which I, yeah. I love that pickup. So are you excited to see their offense kind of get going?
1: I am. I mean, I, look, let's, let's be honest. If Stafford is healthy, yeah. if, if Galladay is, is going to take the next step, uh, the backfield of Carryon Johnson and Deandre Swift, yeah. you know, Amandola, Marvin Jones, they've got a nice offense. Yeah. Uh, the issue is, is Zach is stopping people. They just can't get stops. They could not get off the field last year on defense. So that's going to be their biggest thing is I think the offense is going to be fine. If Stafford is healthy, They've got some insurance with Chase Daniel. The first time they really had a good, solid veteran backup quarterback that they know is going to be there a while. Um, but no, the offense is going to be okay. You mentioned Hawkinson. Yeah. You no, know, first round pick, taken eighth overall last year, was I wouldn't call him a bust. It's too early for that. But did not have the kind of year they expected, and then got hurt. He had one really good game in Week One, and then you never heard from him again. He's got to step up. But there's plenty of weapons there you know, maybe Swift and Galladay can become very special. Um, and so that would then lead to success, you would think. But, again, the, the offense has to be on the field for them to score. So many times, third and sevens, third and nines, that defense just could not get off the field. And that, that was a problem last year. And then speaking of the
0: division, so I'm seeing I'm sure you're aware that uh, Aaron Rodgers is speaking right out of the local media in Green Bay. What, what was your
1: – were you surprised when they opted to take Jordan Love in the first round? I don't know what the Packers are doing. And that's rare because Green Bay is such a stable organization. You know, it's, it's the people's organization up there. They've got a nice, uh, you, know, you know, Murphy at the top, Gutekunst, LaFleur. It looks like that's the way you build an organization. And yet, I, I have no clue as far as the draft goes what they were thinking. Um, not that Jordan Love's a bad player. Oh, no. but Aaron, Aaron Rodgers isn't done. He might not be the same guy he's been, but to have this need of receivers, it almost would be like the Lions not drafting any defensive players when yeah. you know they had all these needs at, at edge, D tackle, um, and, and cornerback, which the Lions connected on and hit on, I think, on all of uh, during their draft picks. But the Packers, I just don't know what they're thinking now. Green Bay still is a really good team. Yeah, um, you know, I'll be interested in seeing if Aaron Jones can do what he did a year ago. You look at the division. Um, it's funny that the, the guy Davis from USA Today last year said the Lions were going to win three games and everybody went ballistic uh, with his predictions. And he just came out and said seven wins for Detroit, wow. actually three three for Chicago. So I don't know how accurate, you know, it's one person's opinion, but you know, the over under is six and a half for them wins. I, it better be over. This yeah. is year five of Patricia, uh, year five of Quinn and year three of Patricia as wow. far as GM and coach. So, there's enough talent there now. It's just they've got to be coached up better on the defensive side. And uh, I do think the division. I, I do think they. 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 The Lions stepped up a little bit with the draft and did better to me in the draft than Green Bay and uh, Chicago did. Minnesota to me is still the best team.
0: Interesting. Even so, even with the departure of Stephon Diggs, I know they grabbed Jefferson. Jefferson from LSU, right? Yeah. No, Yeah, yeah. So you, yeah. you think you think they're still the cream of the crop in the division?
1: Minnesota, I do. I, I look at what the Vikings do. I like Mike Zimmer. I think they've got an identity, which is that defense. You know, uh, they got guys flying all over the place uh, around the football. I'm a big Eric Hendricks fan. Um, you know, Harrison Smith's really good. Yeah. The, the Vikings are, are legit. I mean, Daniel Hunter destroys the Lions whenever they play them, I and that's twice a year. So that, that, to me, is still the team to beat the division.
0: Absolutely. And then flipping over to basketball, I know you were a longtime host for the Pistons. I know you've got, I'm assuming you've been watching the last dance with everybody on Sundays. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, Were you, when you were there, was that towards the tail end of Jordan's career?
1: Um, Yes. I had just gotten to Detroit in, in 96, 97. So yeah, it was the tail end of his Chicago career. It's funny. The first game that he played as a Washington wizard, when he came out of retirement the, the second time, Uh, their exhibition opener was against the Pistons in Detroit and it was all Chicago people really that got all the tickets to come see Michael play again. I had friends from Chicago that I went to college with that were calling me saying, can you get, we'll take any tickets we can get for that exhibition opener because people, it was crazy. So um, no, I've enjoyed watching it. I'm sure you have as well. You know, we we need something with sports and I think it's dragging a little. I'm glad we're getting toward the end here because I've seen just about what I need to see, but the bad boys certainly were, were profiled, and I've yeah. got Isaiah Thomas back in the news. But, you know, the one thing I tell people from out of town is, I'm very good friends and close with Rick Mahorn because we've worked together for years oh, cool. on the radio. And, you know, Rick's not watching it. I oh, really? Hell La- oh, no. Rick oh. won't watch it. Bill Lambert won't watch it. I bet Sally is. I bet Dumars is. Guys like that will. But the guys that really hated the Bulls. And, Interesting. And, 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 oh, the Pippins and the Jordans and that rivalry. No, there's. I I can pretty much guarantee you that a couple of those bad boy guys will tell you they're they're not watching it. They're interesting. not interesting. Yeah, it. and they probably
0: honestly, they would probably sent advanced screenings. They've probably just been sitting there.
1: <laughs> I guess. I mean, you know, when we were in Boston, I was doing pre and post in uh, when the Pistons finally got they, they started getting good again with Rick Carlisle, the the O one O two and O two O three teams. I don't remember if it was the first year Rick or the second. I think it was the first year in O one O two the Pistons played the Celtics in the second round of the playoffs and Lambert was doing the TV, a local TV uh, color commentary with George Blaha. And Bill was, was, you could just getting out of the hotel, getting out of the bus. There were people on the sidewalk screaming at him Really? Getting into the arena. There's people screaming. I mean, even this is again, to so Oh two. So yeah. we're talking 10, 10, years removed and people still, the Celtic fans were still hating Lambert. He would even tell you if, if he got in an elevator to have to leave the arena and McHale's in that elevator. He'll get out. Uh, Bird, any of those? They, there's that deep-seated hatred still between those bad boy teams and the Celtic teams, and and certainly the Bulls teams. It's pretty cool. It's 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 kind of what sports used to be. Now yeah. these guys are hugging each other, Zach, and and hang, having dinner with each other before yeah. the night before the games. You know.
0: So even Rodman joining the Bulls, there's still bad blood. That didn't didn't do anything.
1: I think the Dennis thing. I think the guys understood. I mean, Dennis was was still playing and. And, and, you know, it was earning a paycheck. I don't think yeah. the guys, you know, the, I don't think they have issues with that. I don't, but but do they have issues with Pippin and Jordan? Of course.
0: <laughs> That's wild to think about. Cause it, yeah. I think, I think they kind of, they kind of put the pistons in sort of an unfair light in the documentary, kind of gloss over just, they, they make the villains. First they made Krause a villain, then they made Isaiah a villain. And they're just like, it's kind of glossed over it. And you know, cause Jordan has a lot of creative control. He probably portrayed it that way. I, my, I, I've got a, my belief is that I, it's definitely not I don't know if it's true or not. I think in the first or second episode when they put in that little sound bite of um Bobby Knight talking about like praising Jordan, I think that was a, kind of like a low-key dig at Isaiah Thomas.
1: Um could be. I mean Isaiah still has a very good relationship yeah. with
0: Bobby Knight. Yeah. Um, I,
1: just I, mean, I think
0: just, that- just, yeah, just the soundbite, just just as like all right, he's a good complimenting me, your college coach. And I don't it was just wild just to see them the the live reactions anytime with the interviews whether it was with thomas and then the one they did with um gary payton it was, oh yeah
1: no yeah. no it's 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 great tv and, and you're right michael has, has a serious uh yeah. production uh hand in the in the whole thing i i think there's a part of me that thinks isaiah has eaten this up and loves it because it gets him back in the spotlight but yeah. I, I do think <clears throat> excuse me that he he's definitely hurt by that whole yeah. dream team snub and I don't know where their relationship is now. He and Michael Jordan, I'll I'll tell you this, and knowing Joe Dumars uh, like I do when he was running the team as a general manager, Joe was very close with Jordan and very close with Isaiah. So that was – Joe was always the guy that could bring people together um, that had issues. But, you know, Joe and John Sally were the two guys when the Pistons walked out uh, the year the Bulls finally got the Pistons in the playoffs and the sweep year – you know, Joe and John, Sally were the two guys that stuck around to at least shake hands. A lot of the other guys obviously bolted. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. Because I, I I, I, the documentary portrayed it like it was just the whole team. I didn't know. it's interesting.
1: No, a couple guys st- stayed around. That's yeah.
0: wild. That's wild. And then flipping over to sports nowadays, I know we're kind of it's all speculation now. If you were to, if you were, if you were betting, which sport do you think tries to get back first?
1: Well, I mean, if, if you're baseball, this is your chance. Yeah. You know, the, the, you are second fiddle to the NBA and, and major and, and NFL. And, and it's not a dying sport. I'm a big baseball guy. I got my Cleveland Indians uh, shirt on here, a little cheap wahoo. For. I, I know I'm not supposed to wear this anymore, but um, I, I, I want, I love the game and I can't wait for it to get back going. But if, if these guys, these owners and these players are going to haggle over money yeah. for this shortened season, I get that the, that the players want their piece of the pie next year and want some, some, some concessions that this year's agreement will just be this year's agreement. But if baseball were smart, I mean, they're already stupid because you got current guys, Bryce Harper, Blake Snell, yep. openly popping off. Yep. This is their chance to get – if they get in first, Zach, to, to, to get the spotlight on, on, yep. a, on a Rays-Orioles game on an ESPN on a random Tuesday, sign me up, yep. a- any of us up, to watch it. Because people want to see live sports. I've been watching it's Korean. Big. I've been watching Korean baseball. It's, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I, I'm a John Shombi guy. I love <laughs> Shombi, so I'll. Ch- I've ch- checked some of it out very, very early in the morning. But, you, you know, just on baseball, you got to get in first. Yeah. You have to yeah. because once, it, let's say baseball starts, and then the NBA comes in second, baseball's still first, and people yeah. will say, "All right, I'm going to watch some baseball because I just need something." Uh, if they are dumb enough to, to delay this thing and, and haggle over, over, over money, boy, would that be a bad look for them. That yeah. really bad.
0: Like 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 it's for the Nats, the reigning World Series champions. That's excited to like maybe like get like a new hoodie or something. But they're not playing. The Wyverns are playing. So I'm maybe, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking to see if maybe they can get an SK Wyvern's hoodie. They got some nice stuff. The Dinos have that cool mascot. He's yeah, he's huge. yeah. it's wild. It's, it's wild that where people are watching. That people are betting on it. It's like if you're watching Korean baseball because like MLB they 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 could get. I think with that four out there's enough space that these guys I think would feel comfortable enough on the field at least but it's the money just it's it's very interesting and i know there's i think both sides of fair arguments but they just kind of just, just put aside their differences and say you know what maybe we can delay your contract your scheduled contracts will start it up next year this year just do some type of different financing that way everybody is getting the money they're slated to get but it's it, its wild it's wild yeah, it is
1: it, and i and i get the player side i yeah. do and i and i and i understand too and let's be honest here scott boris is the one calling the shots oh the yeah. players and Rob Manfred's the one calling the shots for the owners. We can have the owners and the players and the Players Association, but to me, Manfred's running the owners as the commissioner, and, and Boris as the best agent in the game. Uh, you know, Tony Clark played for the Tigers, and I, I covered him when I was at WDFN in the late 90s. This guy never said anything. I mean, he was the nicest guy. He was captain cliche. So you go into the locker room after a game, and, you, and the Tigers were so bad under Buddy Bell, and you would say, all right, Tony, you lost 10 to one yesterday. Today it was 12, nothing. You know, what? what's, you know, you stick the microphone right in his face and he would say, oh, we're just, we're just playing hard one game at a time. Uh, you know, the good ball club over here, we're just going to get him tomorrow. Like he was Mr. Cliché. Now all of a sudden he's popping off. It's like, is that really Tony Clark or is that, or it's running the puppet strings. Um, yeah, Kind of funny to, to, to listen to.
0: And then Manfred, I know last night my father was like, hey, look, Rob Manfred's on CNN. I'm like, why is he on CNN? They should be negotiating right now. <laughs> like, what the hell is he talking to, to, to what do you call it, Don Lemon for? Should be talking, um, to, talking to Bryce Harper, talking to Blake Snell. They're the ones talking about him. So I mean, uh, it's, it's wild. It's wild. But this has been awesome. And thank you so much for having to come on. And before I let you go, how can people find you on social media if they don't already follow you?
1: So, like you said, we host—I host the Locked On Lions podcast uh, about four or five days a week during the during the season, and, and pretty much four days a week during the off season, Monday through Thursday. Uh, my Twitter is at Derry D E R Y speaks. Uh, the Wired Pistons podcast, uh, same thing—we do weekly. Uh, just you know, trying to churn out a, as much content as uh, as certainly we can, and um, you know, have a, have a long history here in Detroit with with radio and not not doing it full-time anymore which i'm actually uh good with but the podcast game is huge so uh we've been doing that i've, I've called eastern michigan basketball the last couple years which has been a lot of fun um so i'm still around in, in detroit and, and doing things like i said the lions even let me in on their zoom call yesterday which was cool so i'm i'm, I'm still you know i'm still hobnobbing with with some of those media types but awesome. it's gonna be a very interesting season for detroit sports yeah. when we get back to it because the teams are really bad and it's the lowest it's been here in a while. You got three rebuilds. Tigers are in a full-on rebuild. The Red Wings, Pistons are now rebuilding. Yeah, Christian um, Wood. That, Christian Wood's pretty good. He is good. He is good. they got to keep him. He's restricted. Yeah. But I think they will. Uh, but the Lions are – the Lions, you know, no matter if they're three wins or ten wins, the fans show up and love that team. And um, we'll see how they do this year. I, I think they're going to be better. It's hard to be any worse than three. Three, three 12 and one, Zach. So. <laughs>
0: We'll yeah, see. yeah, hopefully the same thing with the Redskins. Got Chase Young. Couldn't tell you who their third wide receiver is. I, I know <laughs> I know who it is.
1: And most people who
0: non fans don't. Um Do
1: people like Dwayne Haskins there or no? I, I i a
0: lo- local kid um he's got a lot of personality he's got a lot of confidence but I think he was well I do think he could have performed better in year one I do think it was unfortunate circumstances the coach initial coach didn't really want to play him they kind of threw him into the fire against the Giants really didn't have any weapons around him didn't have a left tackle around him right right the, yeah but year two is gonna be very interesting and they're they've, they've given him they've given they've given him confidence that he's gonna be the starting guy but we're gonna see how he does because I don't think there's any, they're not they're not attached to the hip they they, they, they want to see what they've got and. They've, the face of your franchise, you want to know if he's going to be there for now or for the long
1: haul. So, yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's uh, it's it's I appreciate you having me on. Man. Absolutely, man. Anytime. Appreciate it, man. Thank you so much.